Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Topo Chico. Oh, it's the shit. 80-year-old man. Hot chicks drink Topo. That's how I got on there. I don't drink it. Well, I mean, you're young. You have, there's still time. Okay. Um. <laughs> what? What was I saying? I was saying something and it was important. Uh, you're one of those people who thinks everything you have to say is important. Another episode about the podcast. No, it's not about. Welcome to the podcast about nothing, Seinfeld, yada, yada, yada. I'm Ali Kadabar, your host, and we're actually joined by a pretty cool dude. I, I'm actually just complimenting him because I've bullied him a lot today. Pete Sousa. Thanks, Al. No, yeah. I, well, I needed you for this episode specifically. We are on the phone message Season two, episode four. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of questions about like some old people. Some of the context. Yeah. yeah. I can help you out with some of it. Perfect. Okay. So it starts off with, of course, Jerry's opening monologue. Uh But I loved this one. It was great, Al. He was just saying, basically, the summary is just like, uh, he's just talking about how commercials are kind of like overplayed or not overplayed dramatized yeah like he says we have soda we have soda we have soda jumping laughing flying through the air it's a can of soda (laughs) so it's just kind of talking about how tv is just kind of dramatized well just in the and he's like with the people with the soda in the commercial like they're so happy to have a soda can and and like pepsi yeah you know to get people to buy it i find my i think that i can sometimes do this uh as a morning reporter I'm talking about some boring stuff sometimes. Oh, Allie, I mean, sometimes. And <laughs> and I am like, you guys, listen to this. Breaking news. Amazing. But that's your Fantastic. job. Fantastic. That's your job, though. You, you, you sell it. You sell the story. Yeah. And, and we sell it to the audience because there is, like, some interesting parts of it, right? Right. And, and, and a lot of times you become part of the intrigue and interest. Hopefully, yeah. but I I feel this about TV and commercials and all that stuff. I don't really watch too many commercials now, because you know streaming, yeah. you know. Um, but anyways, so now they're at Monk's Diner, mm-hmm. the diner, the coffee shop, and George and Jerry they're walking in. George is just excited. He says, "So then, as we were leaving, we were just kind of standing there." Page turn. Page turn. 
And she was sort of smiling at me. And I wasn't sure if she wanted me to ask her out because when women smile at me, I don't know what it means. Sometimes I interpret it like he's talking really fast. Yeah, he's excited. Sometimes I interpret it like they're psychotic or something or I don't know if I'm supposed to smile back. I don't know what to do. So I just stood there like, remember how Quayle looked when Benson gave him that Kennedy line? That's what I looked like. So uh, what is that? What is Quayle? What is Benson? All right, so in John 19, F. I know this just because I'm old. 1988 was uh, a vice presidential debate. Uh, Dan Quayle was George W. Bush's running mate. So he's, he's vice president, right? Okay. And Lloyd Benson was running with, God, the old Dallas money guy. I forget the guy's name right now. Anyways, Dan Quayle said, I've been compared, and this is where it'll hit home to you because you're like kin of the Kennedys, right? Mm -hmm. um, he We're said, close. Dan Quayle goes, I've been compared to John F. Kennedy, something like that. And Lloyd Benson said, Senator, I know John F. Kennedy. I worked with John F. Kennedy. You are no John F. Kennedy. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah, it was like a drop the mic line. Yeah. Dang. Oh, he was Ross Perot's running mate. That's right. So basically, George is saying like he didn't know what to say because exactly. he was floored. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good job, Al. That, no, good. Yeah. No, that, look at teamwork. Yeah. Jerry says, um, you didn't ask. Like, you didn't ask her out on a date. George says, he just froze. Jerry, uh, you know, they're just talking. They point to the counter. George <laughs> says, oh, yeah, so wait, wait. A half hour later, I'm back in the office. I tell Lloyd, whoever this is, the whole story. He says, so why don't you call her? I say, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it right then. For... For me to ask a woman out, I gotta get into a mental state like the karate guys <laughs> before they break the bri bricks. So Lloyd calls me a wuss. <laughs> and then Jerry, <laughs> Jerry did, is this when he does something? No, no, no. Jerry says, he said wuss. George says, yeah, anyways, he shamed me into it. So he's like saying, this guy at work basically made yeah. him call this woman. Jerry said, so you called, obviously. So I'll tell you one thing too, like, and you may be missing out on this because, like, as a woman, like, uh, there are no. Hold on, this is a compliment. There are. This is what you guys do to men. Like, George is going. George is not George right now. I mean, he's going crazy in a sense. Yeah. Like all of his like character defects are showing up. Like it's hilarious. Like he's like a little girl. Just because a woman smiled at him. Well, because he's got to ask her out now. He's nervous. What's she gonna say? You know. Yeah, and I, I told I, I can relate. I made it very easy for Jared to ask me out. <laughs> so, just want to make that clear. Right. For my boyfriend of six years, <laughs> high school. Anyways, um, so, George is like, to cover up my nervousness, <laughs> I started eating an apple. Because I think if, if they hear you chewing on the other end of the phone, it makes you sound casual. Personally... I don't. I think that is disgusting, <laughs> and I would hang up immediately. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like when you were like eating during our podcast that one time, and I was like, <laughs> I, can, I could hear every little chew. <laughs> Anyways. You like some crackers? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I I don't think that's casual. I think that's gross. All right. All right. So Jerry goes like a farm boy. <laughs> George says, right. So I call her up. I tell her it's me. She gives me an enthusiastic hi. Wow, an enthusiastic hi. That's beautiful, Jerry says. George, I don't, I don't get that enthusiastic hi. I'm just done. I'm out of there. Yes. 
Jerry says, all right, so you're chewing an apple. You got your enthusiastic high, so go ahead, keep going. George says, so we're talking. I don't like to go too long before I ask them out. I want to get it over with right away, so I just blurt it out. What are you doing Saturday night? Honestly, that's pretty I, – I, I appreciate that yeah. as, as a woman. And um, <laughs> George is like, she bought it. And Jerry says, great day in the morning. Is that an older saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. It's probably a line from something, yeah. Okay. And so George says, I got off the phone right away. And <laughs> Jerry's like, sure, it's like robbing a bank. You don't loiter around in front of the teller holding that big <laughs> bag of money. You come in, you hit – and get out. <laughs> That's true. George says, it's amazing. We both have dates on the same <laughs> night. Like little girls. Uh, right? See, it shows, though. It does, like, grown men have this in them. Like, you have no idea the grown men I'll talk to about women problems. And they sound like they're 14-year-old kids. You mean the grown men <clears throat> you'll talk to about your women problems? Theirs. <laughs> and, and mine. <laughs> oh, Allie, you really cut yourself up, don't you? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> And so now they're going to go back and forth between both of their dates. It's Saturday night, but they're done with the date. George is in the car with his girl, um, and they're parked outside of the apartment building. You know, George is just randomly like, I can't stand doing laundry. That's why I have 40 pairs of underwear. Carol's like, this girl, Carol, uh -huh. you do not. George says, absolutely, because instead of doing a wash, I just keep buying underwear. My goal is to have over 360 pair. That way, I only have to do wash once a year. <laughs> Honestly, I feel this. Uh, I yeah. feel this. I know, it's pretty good. Honestly, I, I don't like doing laundry. So, and you know, like whenever you run out of underwear, like that means you have to do laundry. Yeah. Or I guess most people do it before. I don't know. Jerry's there. Now they're in Jerry's car. Parked outside. Well, you skipped over a part. She, when the girl asked him to come up. No, we're not there yet. You sure? Yeah, because we're going back to back and forth. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Um, so now we're Jerry and Donna, his girl. And Jerry, this is so awkward to me. Jerry is a Scottish accent. Let me try my Scottish accent. Would well, you want to hear Jerry's first? Yeah, let's hear Jerry's, please. Okay. I don't like doing that. I, I have 40 pairs of underwear. <laughs> Absolutely. Because instead of doing a wash, I just keep buying underwear. <laughs> My goal is to have over 360 pair. That way, I only have to wash once a year. <laughs> Come on, try it. Let me hear you try a Scottish accent. That's Irish. Irish, Scottish. What's the difference, Lassie? Gosh, so awkward. <laughs> Thanks for dinner. It was great. <clears throat> we should do this again. Would you like to come upstairs for some coffee? Oh, no, I, guess I can't drink <laughs> coffee late at night. It keeps me up. <laughs> so, um, okay. Okay. You can tell George is so pissed on himself. Yeah, take it easy. George is like realizing what he did and he's just like he so himself, yeah. mad at uh -huh. himself. Um, and, and you know, instead of saying like, oh, just kidding, like, could I get some water? Or, you know, having a backup yeah. or something. He just takes it. That is it. a choke of all choke jobs. Yeah. It really yeah. is. 
choke of all choke dogs. Oh, that is the worst. I mean, that's just, you go up there and you just like, just hold the space for a little bit. Even you don't, you don't have to do anything. Just go upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my, my generation, or maybe it was a normal thing. It was like, oh, like, do you want to come inside and watch a movie? Yeah, and Netflix what, and yeah, chill. Yeah, not Netflix and chill because Netflix and chill yeah. already had the bad reputation okay. of what that meant. It was more like, oh, let's just watch a movie. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so um, now we're back to Jerry and Donna. Yeah. Donna? I thought her name, wasn't her name something else? No, that was George's girl. Okay. <sighs> okay, <laughs> Donna says, thanks again for the movie. Jerry says, you're welcome. Donna's like, I'd invite you up, but the place is being painted. And Jerry's like, oh, that's okay. Donna says, unless you want to go to your place. And Jerry's like, okay, but there's no cake or anything if that's what you're looking See, for. See, and Jerry's he like smooth. Yeah. Yes. Like, he has game for that. Like, you know, even after that Scottish accent <laughs> stuff. I don't know. And now we're back to George. He's driving. He, He's just like pissed at himself basically repeating like take it easy well like, that is the worst part of my, i've done that before like I take did. it easy like you're like why did i just say that like, uh, yeah like have a good one <laughs> bye yeah so jerry now we're at jerry's apartment we're going they both had dates we're going back and forth jerry's apartment jerry and donna they're sitting on the sofa so they made it upstairs jerry's like i like this is random he just goes, I think if one's, just shows how random they are. I think if one's going to kill oneself, the least you could do is leave a note. It's common courtesy. I don't know. That's just the way I was brought up. <laughs> and Donna just thinks he's hilarious. And she's, she's like. She's like leaning into him. Yeah, she's easing like into him more and more. Values are very important. They're next to each other on the couch and they're like right. very close. It's about to happen. And Jerry's like, oh, so important. So what are you doing Thursday night? You want to have dinner? Donna's like, that's great. She's moving in closer. Yeah. Jerry randomly looks at his pants. He goes, because it's just like you can feel it's kind of getting awkward, but like uh -huh. there's tension there. He's like, tan pants. Why do I buy tan pants, Donna? I don't feel comfortable in them. And so Donna says, are those cotton dockers? <laughs> what? Okay. Cotton dockers were like all the rage. In like the early to mid '90s, it was just like a tan. I think my dad had. Some. Yeah, it was just like they were just like Jerry saying they were tan khakis, and they were sort of like ahead of the curve trend wise. So if you had cotton dockers, it was sort of like it was, it was for like five seconds. It was cool to have cotton dockers. Okay. This did not last. What was the other jean? Wrangler. Okay. Gap. Okay, I think my dad had Wrangler. Yeah. Something dockers, something like that. Uh -huh. It was a big deal. <laughs> he still talks about it. So um, Jerry's like, oh, I can't begin to tell you how much I hate that commercial. <laughs> and do you know what commercial they're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Donna's like, really? I like that commercial. Jerry is kind of looking disgusted. You like that commercial? Donna's like, yeah, it's clever. Mm -hmm. Jerry says, now, wait a second. You mean the one where the guys are all standing around supposedly being very casual and witty? Donna's like, yeah, that's the one. Jerry says, what could you possibly like about that? And he's like taking offense to it. And Donna's like, I don't know. I like the guys. Jerry's like, yeah, they're so funny and so comfortable with each other. And I could be comfortable, too, if I had pants like that. I could sit on a, a porch and wrestle around, maybe even be a part of a real bull session. 
Like, basically, being sarcastic. Yeah. So Don is like, hey, I know guys like that. To me, the dialogue rings true. So Jerry shrugs. He's just very, like, kind of disgusted, taken aback. And Jerry's like, even if the dialogue did ring true, even if somewhere, somehow, men actually talk like that, what does that have to do with the pants? Doesn't that bother you? Don is like, that's the idea. That's what's clever <coughs> about it, that they're not talking about the pants. Jerry's like, they're talking about nothing. LOL, this show's about nothing. But anyway, <laughs> um, Don is like, yeah. And Jerry's just... Like and they, they are go true. back and forth. Yeah, They're just like I mean, Jerry can't get out of his own way. At one point, she's kind of over it and pulls his hand closer to her. Yeah, and 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 he still can't get off this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's like, I mean, all those quick shots of the pants, 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 pants. Because that's what it was, pants, Allie. Pants. It was just shots of pants, right? Like khaki pants. Oh my gosh! And you knew the guys were standing around talking, and it just had their conversation and like shots of khakis. Did yeah. it make you actually want them? I mean, it was. It was a good good marketing uh, campaign, for sure. People were talking about it, and people had the friggin' Dockers, yeah. Well, Jerry didn't like it. Yeah. So then, basically, it ends with Donna just like... Which, by the way, I will say this. I saw that as like a real ballsy move from Seinfeld and Larry David and NBC in general, that they were just going to sit there and shit on Cotton Dockers. Because that was like a big ad campaign. Go ahead. I, I noticed that. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if there's some reasoning behind I, I it. I don't know. And I wonder if they had an agreement with Cotton Dockers. Like, hey, it's okay. It's good for our brand. Because she was back in the brand. I don't know. I don't know. But basically, no one got any mm. that night. Mm -mm. <laughs> so <laughs> now we're back to Jerry. Jerry's monologue. Jerry's, you know, at his little comedy thing. He's just talking about what's brutal about the day, the scrutiny you put each other through. Like, basically, like... During a first date, you're looking at this person and you're like, you try to notice the good things, the the quirks and stuff, and then you're like, can I handle this forever? Oh, it's it's the truest thing in the world. Like you're like, especially as you get older. You could I could basically could I spend the rest of my life with this person at the first date? A hundred percent. And yeah, it's like sometimes the second, third date, you know, <laughs> too. But that's the pressure that's put on that. So that's what he's talking about, basically. If this woman likes cotton docker commercials, I, I, I can't deal with that the rest <laughs> of my life. That's what he's saying. Which is stupid because you should be able to deal with that. Like, that's not that's that nothing, big a deal. No. So, anyways, now they're back at Jerry's apartment. And Jerry and Elaine are there. Yay, Elaine is back. <laughs> and um, Jerry's, like, kind of complaining about how... He has to see her again on Thursday because they planned the date before they talked about the uh, doctors. Yep, yep. Yeah. And so, but how can I go out with someone who actually likes this commercial? And so Elaine was like, I once broke up with a guy because he didn't keep his bathroom clean enough. And Jerry's like, no kidding. Did you tell him that was the reason? And Elaine's like, yeah, I told him all the time. You would not believe his tub. <laughs> Do you want to play this clip? Yeah. I think it's funny. Uh -huh. All right, cool. I'm supposed to see her again on Thursday, but can I go out with someone that actually likes this commercial? I once broke up with a guy because he didn't keep his bathroom clean enough. No kidding. Did you tell him that was the reason? Oh, yeah. I told him all the time. You would not have believed his tub. Germs were building a town in there. <laughs> they were constructing offices. Houses near the drain were going for $100,000. 
$50,000. I just thought that was so funny. You want to hear George? Hold on. Hi. George enters. Pulls out Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> NORAD is like basically a security, I think it's an American security system okay. that like is constantly monitoring like the skies and making sure that there are missiles coming at us. Oh. You know? Or we're not under attack, yeah. It's either really boring or really, it's like a, for a moment of interesting, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, basically he's drinking Pepto-Bismol because he is so stressed about how he left. Yeah, the state. North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD. Okay. Nice. All right, go ahead. So he's upset. He left. Yeah, he's very, very stressed to the point where he's drinking Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Um, and so, yeah, he says, you know, people who work at NORAD who were on 24-hour missile watch drink coffee at 12 o'clock at night. And so everyone was going along so great. She was laughing. Uh, I was funny. I kept saying to myself, keep it up. Don't blow it. You're doing great. And Elaine's like, it's all in your head. She knows, all she knows, she had a good time. Just call her. Easy enough. George's like, I can't call her now. It's too soon. I'm Elaine is right, by the way. She, he's too in his head, in my, in yeah. my opinion. Like, yeah. you just, just. Like, it's something like, I feel like. It wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. You can recover from that. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely can recover from it. Um, and Elaine's like. I love it when guys call me the next day because George is like, I'm not calling her until a few days from now. Yeah. And George's like, of course you do, but you're imagining a guy you like, not a guy who goes, oh, no, I don't drink coffee <laughs> late at night. If I call her now, she's going to think I'm too needy. Women don't want to see need. They want to take charge guy, a colonel, a kaiser, a, star, a czar. Kaiser? I don't know. Kaiser? No, I don't no. know. Who knows? And so... Elaine's like, all she'll think is that you like her. Like, chill. And George says, yeah, she wants me to like her if she likes me, but she doesn't like me. He's being so dramatic about this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But this is how guys can get. I, 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 guys can get like this. Really? I promise, yeah. And you have to, t even grown men, you, and, and as another grown men friend, you have to be like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, chill. Chill out. And so Elaine's like, I don't, but then girls are doing the same thing on their side. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And if you get with a cool girl, you can always like talk about the fact that you're both sort of like that. Yeah. yeah. So Kramer, you know, sprints in. Oh, no. Elaine goes, I don't know what your parents did to you, which is so funny, which could, can be said multiple times <laughs> throughout for any character. So Kramer's, you know, barges in as he does and he's like hey i just thought of a really funny thing for your act 
All right, you're up there, you're on stage, and you go, hey, you ever notice how cars here in New York, they never get out of the way of ambulances anymore? <laughs> Someone's in a life-and-death situation, and we're thinking, well, sorry, buddy. You should have thought of that when you were eating cheese omelets and sausages for breakfast every morning for the last 30 years. So you're going to use it? <laughs> it's pretty honestly, funny. Honestly? Yeah. Yeah, it means, like, a little mean, but, you know. Yeah. And so Jerry's like, no. And Kramer and Elaine are like, it's funny. Like, yeah. why not? Kramer's like, that's as good as anything you do. And George is like, all right. He doesn't care about this joke. He's like, all right, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the call. Everybody out. Jerry's <laughs> like, why do we have to leave? Like I live here. <laughs> George says, Because I can't call a woman with other people in the room. Come on, let's go. Elaine says, Oh, see, this is the problem. Jerry's like, You're kicking me out of my house. George says, Yeah. <laughs> and um George says Oh, Jerry, do you have any apples? Because he wants to be casual, you know. Jerry's like, don't do the apples. That's enough already with the apples. So Jerry, Kramer, Elaine leave. George removes his jacket. You know, he's getting in the zone, karate mode. And he dials the phone. You know, he gets the answering machine. Um, and George is like, hi, it's George. George Costanza. Remember me? The guy that didn't come up for coffee? You see, I, I didn't realize that coffee didn't really mean, well, whatever. Anyways, it was fun. It was, um, it was fun. So, oh, uh, boy, um, so you call me. <laughs> this is how it was like. You, if you want, it's up to you. You know, whatever you want to do. Either way, the ball's in your court. Uh, so take it easy. Oh, my gosh. That is just cringe. <laughs> like, how do you mess it up even more? That's yeah. how. So Jerry... Is going. Jerry goes and s George hangs up. Jerry goes in. He's like, "I'm just coming in to get my jacket." Which is What's so cool. Matter? He's like, "Yeah, hey, I'm just coming." You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, he really is leaving him alone in his place. Yeah, and um, so Jerry's like, "What's the matter? Did you call?" And George is like, "I got her machine. I'm dead. I'm a dead man. That's it. I'm dead. I'm a dead man. Dead man." <laughs> So dramatic. Because he and totally blew it. No, yeah. He, uh, he kind of had a right to be dramatic about that one because that was bad. So George says, um, I don't know what the hell I said. I gave her an ultimatum and there's nothing I can do. It's a machine. The little light is blinking right now. Come and listen to the <laughs> idiot. Hey, everybody. The idiot's on. So Jerry's like, after one day, you try and improvise on her machine. Like... <laughs> You know, he didn't, like, even think about what he was going to say. He yeah. just called and started <laughs> talking. So, yeah, definitely a mistake. And um, so George is like, now I'm in the worst position of all. Because he also did say, like, the ball's in your court. Let me know. And so he's just going to be anxiously waiting yes. for, for him and, to And sometimes, back. honestly, when you screw up that bad, you don't, you don't, you don't ever hear. Yeah. Yeah. Elaine's like, you know... My brother-in-law once left a message on this guy's machine, and he blurted out some business information he wasn't supposed to. When it cost him $15,000. So he waited outside the guy's house. When the guy came home, he went upstairs with him, and he switched the tape. Because remember back then? Just those small little tapes. You, you remember this? No. Okay. I was right. just trying to be cool. Yeah, no, it was a good job. Yeah. Um, we had the little tapes in the machines. Yeah. So, and then, you know, no one had any other, like, texting or yeah. anything. So that was the only way to communicate. And so George says, like, he kind of likes the idea, basically. He's kind of intrigued by that mm -hmm. idea. And Jerry's like, don't worry about it. You're overreacting. 
So, that's how that ends. We'll see if he worries about it. And so now <laughs> they're back at Jerry's apartment, but it's Jerry and the girl Donna. Yeah, there is their dates Thursday night. Thursday night. And so um, they're having a glass of wine. They're chatting, yeah. chilling. Jerry's like, I've never seen one episode of I Love Lucy in my life ever. I feel like he's lying. You know, like the Melrose Place kind yeah. of thing uh-huh. that he was lying about. <laughs> and so um, they're just chatting, basically. Donna's like, is there anything else I should know about you? Jerry's like, I'm lactose intolerant. And Donna's like, really? And Jerry's like, I have no patience for lactose. And I won't stand for it. And then he goes <laughs> you to love the it. Yeah, I love that. And so he goes to the bathroom. And George is like, wait till you hear this. Oh, hold on. Let's kind of play this. Yeah. All right. Go for it. All right. So all of a sudden, Jerry goes to the bathroom. And the door swings open. Oh, yeah. Wait till you hear this. Whoa, uh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I had no idea. Oh, wait, wait, he's in the bathroom. Oh, well, I just wanted to talk to him for a minute, but I'll come back. And you don't have to leave. You sure? Yes. Okay. I'm Donna. Donna. Oh, you're the one that likes that commercial. Man. He told you that. tell me that uh, we were talking about that commercial in fact I think I brought it up because I like that commercial no he, he would never actually tell me anything like that he never discusses anything he's he's like a clam you're, you're not going to mention this to him because... so you go around telling your friends I'm not hip because I like that commercial what what did, what did you say, say <laughs> you told him oh no George commercial. well so what if I said that well so <laughs> that is George, great, right? George goes to Donna. Why'd you have to get me in trouble? <laughs> I mean, that is like, what is George is such an idiot. He, is <laughs> he goes such to Donna. <laughs> Why'd you have to get me in trouble? Not Jerry. He goes, what Donna, the stranger that he just met. Oh, my God. This oh is, this is like really uh, like this. They are running on all cylinders. <laughs> so Donna's yeah. like, I don't like you talking about me with your friends behind yeah. my back. Has this ever happened to you? Like where, like, you talk about yeah. the girl you're saying, the girl you're saying about them with your friends. No, I've never had a, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've ever had a guy bury me like that. Like that's like, even by accident. You know that, have you? So I think um, there was a few times where, I would like say Jared and I were going to an event or some kind of party or like hanging out with people. And somebody would ask him and he'd be like, no. We're and going. He, he would be like, what? And yeah. I would be like, oh, so by the way, we're going to this on Saturday night <laughs> and you're coming. And he would be like, no, like, oh my gosh, like that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yes, I, I mean, but. I never got mad at that person, no, at my friend. Yeah. I, I got kind of, I, I knew it was on me because I didn't tell. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. Um, With this situation, 
That's rough, though. Yeah, I mean, and George, it's all in, kind of innocent, though, too. Like, the girl yeah. now at this point is overreacting a little bit. Mm -hmm. But hold yeah. on. Let's get, can I play with I would be like, oh, so you talked about me with your friends? Right. Like, yeah, that some people would be like that. Yeah, I would be yeah. like, oh, that's so, that's so sweet. All right, can we play when Kramer comes in? Yeah. Because this is like, we're crushing it here. Why'd you have to get me in trouble? All right, ready. You? Why'd you have to get me in trouble? I don't like you talking about me with your friends behind my back. Boy, oh boy. I said I couldn't believe you liked that commercial. So what? I asked some friends of mine this week, and all of them liked the commercial. Boy, but you got a regular Algonquin round table there. <laughs> What's Algonquin? We'll talk about it. Oh, uh, Kramer, uh, this is Donna. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, I don't know about the Algonquin Roundtable, but keep reading. I'll look it up. Um, yeah, that really just... Bear yeah. Jerry's screwed. And so um, Donna's like... Oh, the Algonquin Roundtable was a group of New York City writers, actors... And wits, like witty people. They get, uh, oh, that's, so it was like, uh, they were like jokesters. Oh, okay. like he's, he's making fun of her guy friends yeah. or friends, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's a little low for Jerry. But anyways, so they're, they're leaving, they're going somewhere. And Donna's just like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done. And Jerry's like, Donna, really, you're making too much of this, which honestly always makes everything worse. When you say it, that, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, Allie, like, you're just overreacting or, like, you're being too sensitive. Oh, boy, does yeah. that just light a fire. What's the best move to do? Just don't say anything? Um, you say, in this situation, this is for me, but I would say... Um, like, I'm sorry that this happened, but, you know, please give me another chance yeah. or, like, let's talk about it or, you know, that kind of that I kind wish of you guys shit. could see Allie's face. What? She thinks she's so, like, cool. And I'm not cool, yeah. but, like, that does not that does not work for my mom. That <laughs> does not work for me. That's good advice, honestly. You, you always, it's okay to apologize yeah. even if you don't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and... Kramer goes 100% cotton dockers. If they're not dockers, they're just pants. He's, he's that's the commercial. He's reciting so. lines. Oh my gosh. And Jerry's like, gosh, please, Donna. <laughs> Donna's done. She's leaving. She's gone. Another one of Jerry's girls. We meet and she's gone. And George says, I I can't believe I said that. You know me, I'm a vault. I'm a vault. <laughs> this is such BS, yeah. And Jerry's like, don't worry about it. It wasn't working anyway. Like, he already kind of had the ick with her. Yeah. You know what the ick is? The ick is? is totally, yeah. Uh huh. It's like a. Like, you get thing. the ick, but you sometimes you can go past the ick. Like, like, it's like a guy wearing Crocs. Yeah. You know, the ick. I've heard of it. I've heard. Okay, just wanted to make sure yeah. you're up to date. And so Kramer's like, what what happened there? Like, he has no idea that he just basically made everything worse. <laughs> and George is like, you're not going to believe what's going on with this woman. So George immediately forgets Jerry's problem. Right away. And they're at the, they're at the monks. Yeah. Right? yeah. George is like, okay, so you remember I made the initial call Sunday. She doesn't call back. I call again Monday. <laughs> Leave another message. I call Tuesday. I get the machine again. I know you're there. 
I don't know what your story is. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. <laughs> yesterday, I'm a volcano. Ooh. Oh no, mic drop, sorry. He goes, yesterday, <laughs> I am a volcano. I try one more call, the machine comes on and fly like Mussolini from the balcony. Where the hell do you get the nerve? Invite me up for coffee, and then you don't call me back for four days? He's literally like a little teenage girl. He's losing it. He's like, I don't like coffee. I don't have to come up. I don't like to get one. I'd like to get one more shot at the coffee just so I could spit it in your face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really just at this point, it's harassment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like uh-huh. and Jerry's like, you said that. And George's like, I lost you. Lost it. And Jerry's like, I can't blame you. I can't believe she never called you back. And George said she did today. And George says, she called my office. She said she's been in the Hamptons since Sunday. She didn't know if I was trying to get in touch with her. Her machine broke. She's been using her old machine, and she doesn't have the beeper or whatever whatever all that stuff is for. Yeah. Basically, he couldn't get in touch with her, and she couldn't even hear she the messages. She couldn't check the messages from and so, the road. Um, George is like, she didn't get the messages, but they're on there waiting for her to get back from the Hamptons. She said she can't wait to see me. We're having dinner tonight. She's supposed to call me as soon as she gets home. And Jerry's like, but what about the messages that you left her? And George literally takes a cassette tape from his pocket and puts it down. And Jerry's like, Elaine's thing? How are you going to get in? George, guess what? He's already thought all about it. George is like, I'll meet her outside the building. (laughs) And Jerry's like, but you know as soon as she gets in the apartment, she's going to go right to that machine to check her messages and George is like or she goes for the bathroom that's my only chance and then he backs out he's like who am I kidding I can't do this I can't do this I don't even know how to work those stupid machines <laughs> which I thought the same thing I was like I wouldn't know how to switch that out that yeah. I don't I especially don't if it wasn't mine and Jerry's like there's nothing to it you lift the lid and it comes right out yeah you open so, it up you know you're just saying you open the cassette tape up and yeah. George is like you do it for me yeah. George says, like, come on, it'll be much easier if Jerry comes. Jerry's like, how the hell is, am I going to get up there? George says, I'll tell her I bumped into you. I'm giving you a ride uptown. Not terrible, but definitely, you know, if she has any kind of common sense at all, she'll. Uh, uh, well, with these two, especially. Yeah. And so who makes the switch? Jerry says, George says, you do. And Jerry's like, why, why do I have to get roped into this? Not only does George basically ruin Jerry's relationship that yeah, he had, uh-huh. but he's making Jerry do the, the bitch work, basically, for lack of a better terms. And so um, George says, I can't do it. I'll keep her busy. And by the way, Jerry is kind of famous. Like, don't keep that, like... True. Like, like, like So he's like, so now I'm going to get, like, the weird comedian, the weirdo is, like, switching my... Which <laughs> my answering machine tape. Uh, yeah. And Jerry's like, I can't get involved in this. Yeah. George says, I think I may be in love with this woman. <laughs> this man. This man. <laughs> I love George Costanza. Yeah. And so Jerry's like, what if she sees me? And George goes, oh, you're such a wuss. <laughs> but Jerry does this face yeah, he goes, where he like, no, he does like this. Yeah. He it's goes, funny. It's very funny. A wuss? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Like, why did he do that? Because it's just uncomfortable. You know, and it's like, <laughs> but it was like, he, but he was giving me kind of funny too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you can't call me a wuss. Yeah. 
so now they're outside yeah. um, her apartment building, and Jer- George and Jerry are sitting, waiting for her to come back. And so George says, well, there's traffic. It might take her till 8.15. Jerry's like, I got one problem. You're keeping her busy in the other room. Now, what if she gets away from you, comes in? You ha- there has to be a signal that she's coming. All right, so ready? Can we play this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so great. Signal me that she's coming. A signal, right? Um, okay. Uh, the signal is I'll call out tippy toe. <laughs> what? Tippy toe. <laughs> tippy toe. I don't think so. You don't like tippy toe? No tippy toe. All right. Uh, okay, I got it. Um, I'll sing. What song? Um, how do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> All right, so that that's it. Like they're, they're set, right? They have lemon yeah. tree. Who knows? Yeah. And so um, Jerry has the tape. They're ready to go in. And Jerry's like, I feel good. And Jer- George's <laughs> like, you nervous? And Jerry's like, not at all. Like, they're so confident, but also, like, what are they doing? <laughs> so then George is like, get up, get up, it's her. <laughs> all right, hold on, we got to play this. We got to play this. It's so classic. Micro. And he's got the tapes. <laughs> that's so yeah, funny. I yeah. love that though. It's yes. like in the last moment you're like, wait, wait, cancel no, 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 everything. I can't do it. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do that for my live shots. Like <laughs> I'll have like a plan in my head, yeah. and then I'm like, like they're they're like, you guys are tossing to me. The anchors are tossing to me, and I'm just like, nope, nope, cut can't everything. Do stuff, so. I can't, I can't, I can't do everything. <laughs> we're just standing, you know. <laughs> There's like, uh, I feel like I'm panicking, yeah. but you don't notice. And there's it. like a person with you, you know, yeah. like just stay right there. Don't move, don't move. We're not like, gonna do it. No, honestly, I'll be interviewing somebody live, and I'll be like, okay, stand by. Like they're talking to me now. <laughs> like just, I'll, I'll kind of motion to you when to go, yeah. and then they'll start talking to me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like cancel it, cancel everything. We're not ready. Like I'm just, yeah, that panic happens yeah. a little too often, honestly. So I feel that, George. <laughs> Um, so George is like, I couldn't wait to see you. I was just too excited. And Carol's like, oh, that's so sweet. And George is like, this is my friend Jerry. I just bumped into him around the corner. Isn't that a coincidence? The funny thing is, I see him all the time. All the time. uh, Carol's like, it's nice to meet you. And Jerry's like, hi. You know, they know what they're about to do. Carol's like, so I'm starving. So where are we going to eat? And George is like, you know, we could go uptown, and that way we could give Jerry a ride home. And so Carol's like, okay, let's go. I'm ready. Where'd you park? George's like, don't you want to go upstairs first? Like, you know, just to, I guess, (laughs) I don't know. And Carol's like, no, of course. I'll just give my bag to the doorman. Jerry's like, you know, I really need to use the bathroom. Carol's like, well, there's a bathroom in the coffee shop next door. She's definitely not picking up on the hints. And so George is like, yeah, but... I have to make a call, so... Oh, well, they have a phone. She's like... (laughs) 
And George is like, I know. He like kind of ch- turns to. Right, ready? Here, let's go. Let's play this. I know Jerry. <laughs> he has this phobia <laughs> about public toilets. <laughs> I think we really should go upstairs. You know, I think I will go upstairs. <laughs> I can check my machine. Well, I'm Okay. Something's happening. What is that? Something's happening. All right, sorry, keep going, keep going, sorry. You know, um, so basically, George has created a phobia for Jerry, and Carol feels bad, and so she's like, oh, I'll go check my machine, and <laughs> ironically. So now they're in Carol's apartment, and um, she tells Jerry the bathroom's on the hall to the right, <laughs> and Jerry's like, Oh, you know, why don't you go first? You just had a long trip. Carol's like, no, go. Jerry's like, oh, you know, the damnedest thing is it went away. <laughs> what? How does that happen? <laughs> Unless happen. you, like, sweat, you yeah. know, whenever you sweat. It's never happened to me. Really? No, I've never like, been like, I got to go, I got to go, and then I get there, I'm like, I don't have to go. No, okay. Yeah, Maybe it's not like I can't bad. go or something, Like, but I, you still have to. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> George's like, no, no, that can happen. <laughs> I've read about it in that med- medical <laughs> journal. It's a freak thing, but... And Carol's like, well, let me just go check my messages and we'll go. George says, oh, can I talk to you for a second? They're really, like, <laughs> they're really trying. And George they're is scrambling. like, please, this is a very important, and leads her to another room. Jerry goes over <laughs> to the machine, switches the tape, and George shouts, oh, tippy-toe, tippy-toe, no, let's go. Let me Let's play that. Can we play that? Yeah. All right. This tippy-toe. is so funny. This is one of like the earlier like moments in the show where you're like, holy shit, this f- show is hilarious. All right, so Jerry's. Uh, tippy toe, tippy toe, uh, I'm a tree. Now I know who you are. You're a comedian. I've seen you. It's been driving me crazy. Right, I am. Carol, that's so rude. <laughs> Please, I'm serious. Just for a moment, if you wouldn't mind, and then we'll talk to Jerry. So they go back in the other room. Jerry. Which is the tape? We can hear it. Hey, you two, I'm ready to go. Is that what you had to tell me? Your father wears sneakers in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> so random. So oh, yeah. random. Yeah. Could have thought of anything like, hey, like, I missed you while you were on. Yeah, yeah, or like try to kiss her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that would be too smooth for George. Yeah, no, yeah. And so then George is like, "Did you? F- don't you find that strange or whatever?" They're just chatting. So uh. time to wake up, Al. Wait, how do I stop it? Okay. So, <laughs> so then Jerry's like, "Yes," and um, and where am I? Okay, Carol was like, <laughs> "Well, I'll just check my machine and we'll go." And she checks it. Nothing here. Let's go. I mean, like, there could have been, like, a doctor's message or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Totally. These guys are such assholes. Like, there could have been a doctor that was like, hey, we need to make a follow-up appointment. <laughs> You're about to die. Or, like, a mom yeah. calling her. Like, hey, you know. Could have been very important mm-hmm. stuff on there. And they were just like, no, cancel everything. And, by the way, don't you think if it was you, like, you'd be like, I've been gone for four days. I don't have any messages. Like, yeah, you'd be like, I think That's it weird. was, like, a glitch yeah. or something. And so uh, George is like, oh, uh, that, you know, that's weird. And um, and then so Carol's like, 
after I talked to you today, my neighbor called and played the messages to me over the phone. And George, like, panic on his face. He's like, oh, uh. And Carol's like, yours were hilarious. We were both cracking up. I just love jokes like that. <laughs> Honestly, perfect woman for George. Yes. Like, didn't even think That was pretty awesome. I, I thought that was very cool of her. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, that's how it ends. And Jerry's like, um... He kind of ends it on just about how he loves his phone machine and his phone and, yeah. you know, he likes his phone machine. I don't know. I don't know. His, his yada, 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 yada. So, yeah, that was a pretty good. Oh, I thought that was, that was an hilarious. incredible episode. You know, I think what would have made it better is more Elaine. Yeah. I just love Elaine. Yeah, you, you're right. We didn't have a ton of Elaine. We had more of these rando characters. Let me see if there's anything in here we need to talk about at the end here. I just think it's it's very um, that one was a good one, a yeah. classic when they just switch the f the like I just have, I don't know I've definitely left a voicemail where I wish I could have deleted it. Yeah. Um, Look, you ready? Series co-creator Larry David co-wrote the episode with Seinfeld in two days, as they had little time to write the script because of the cancellation of the bet. Now, they were going to have the episode, The Bet, right? When they talk about masturbation. Um, what is this? No, no, hold on. So uh, let me go back up. Staff writer Larry Charles had written a script for an episode titled The Bet. In the episode, which was also known as The Gun, Elaine would bet against Jerry on the ease of buying a handgun to protect herself. The episode subplot revolved around Jerry's neighbor, uh, neighbor Kramer returning from vacation in Puerto Rico, claiming he had sex with a stewardess on the flight home. George and Jerry would remain skeptical, skeptical and make a bet with him. Eventually, George, Jerry, and Elaine would go to the airport to check and see if Kramer was telling the truth. In writing the bet, Charles had attempted to make a funny, dark-themed episode. Uh, sets for the episode were built. Bobby Joe Lathan was cast as the flight attendant, but ba ba ba. But during the read through of the episode, it was negatively received by cast and crew members, and they said we can't do this. Um, it's too dark. When they read the scene, uh, there's too much of a plot there. Yeah, yeah, really. So that's when they skipped to the phone. So they had no time to write this episode, and it was one of their most brilliant. Yeah. Right. That's how it works, you know. It is how it works. That's interesting stuff there. Have you ever wanted to delete a message you a Left voicemail? Oh gosh, yeah, for sure. I called uh, a police PIO a few weekends ago in the morning about something that was happening, and I definitely was like, "Hi, uh, this is Allie with KWTX. We heard about uh, something is happening. There are sirens <laughs> and lights at this intersection." Somewhere in, in this city. Please let me know if you hear anything. Give me a call back. My number is 3379. <laughs> Did you hear from him? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so awkward. I was like, gosh, I sound like an idiot. But that's not that bad, Al. Yeah. Okay, so the next episode 
is Jerry tells Elaine about an open apartment in his building, but soon regrets it. And yada, yada, yada. What's it called? The Apartment. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.